0: Good evening, I'm Paul Dreyenso with the headlines. On Thursday, President Joe Biden met Yulia Navalny, the wife of deceased Russian dissident Alex Navalny. He died in prison last week. No cause of death has been announced, but Biden has claimed Russian President Vladimir Putin was responsible. Biden added he's planning more sanctions against Russia.
1: As you state the obvious, he was a man of incredible courage. And it's amazing how his wife and daughter are emulating that. We're going to be announcing the sanctions against Putin, who is responsible for his death, tomorrow.
0: Relations between Russia and the United States have been getting worse since the invasion of Ukraine two years ago this month. Important nuclear treaties have lapsed, and the United States has returned to planning large military exercises along Russia's borders, reminiscent of Cold War tensions. Colonel Lawrence Wilkerson has a long history working for the government. He says the United States has all but given up on diplomacy since 9-11 anyone
1: stirs at the bottom of the mountain where we are king and we will bash you. We will bomb you. We will bayonet you. We will do whatever we have to do. We'll sanction you. We'll do whatever is necessary to keep you from climbing this mountain
0: where we're perched. Wilkerson blames the return to warlike behavior on a group of fanatics embedded in the government.
1: This is a dramatic change in the U.S. posture towards the world. And these conflicts are, at least in part, a result of the irresponsibility of the United States since 9-11 and its foreign policy, largely dominated by the neoconservative group in the government, still there, still very much there.
0: In related news, as negotiations for a ceasefire in Gaza continue, a group of a dozen U.S. representatives sent a letter to President Biden on Thursday calling for an immediate ceasefire and release of hostages. Among the signers, Representative Dan Goldman of New York. The letter said the representatives would help the U.S. achieve a lasting peace. Meanwhile, several thousand protesters gathered Thursday at the United Nations, marching to the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee headquarters to protest the group's role in obstructing a Gaza ceasefire resolution. The march was organized by Jewish Voices for Peace. A similar protest was held in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. And more fallout from a decision by the Alabama Supreme Court ruling that frozen embryos can be considered children. It's another flashpoint in the battle over reproductive health since Dobbs v. Jackson overturned the right to abortion in 2022. Biden on Thursday said the embryo ruling was directly related to a plan by conservatives for a nationwide abortion ban. Vice President Kamala Harris also addressed the issue.
1: An individual doesn't have a right to end an unwanted pregnancy. And on the other hand, the individual does not have a right to start a family.
2: Hypocrisy abounds.
0: The policy counsel for the New York Civil Liberties Union is Jenna Louder.
2: What this decision out of Alabama is saying is that an embryo created in a lab that exists outside of the human body, in their words, an unborn child, that this is a human child that has rights under the law.
0: Louder says the decision forces the government into people's private lives.
2: This is a dangerous concept that falsely pits the interests of pregnant people against their pregnancies. It has the potential to really degrade and undermine pregnant people and women's equality and rights.
0: Alabama's purpose has nothing to do with women or children, she adds.
2: It is about controlling people's bodies, their ability to make decisions about their families and about their futures and it's fundamentally, it's about power.
0: One in six women have fertility problems in the United States. Alabama's largest hospital has halted IVF treatments since the court's ruling. In local news, a group of tenants from NYCHA, the city's public housing authority, held a protest at the office of the United States Attorney in Lower Manhattan on Thursday. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? Now. What do we want? Justice. When do we want it? Now. Mostly tenants of Chelsea Elliott Housing on 8th Avenue in Manhattan, they're opposing plans to tear down the buildings and replace them as part of the city's privatization scheme for public housing. The city says it can't afford the upkeep of the current buildings.
1: There's so much NYCHA oversight in this city and they keep failing us. We want to know why.
0: The tenants are calling for a federal investigation of NYCHA and the citywide Council of Presidents, the group representing leaders of NYCHA tenant associations. Paul D'Rianzo, New York.